0: It could be really fascinating to spend time on the beach with your significant other just watching the comforting waves of the ocean. It brings about a certain peace to the individual who is blessed enough to experience this beautiful work of God. Other people might say it is tremendously peaceful to watch sailboats being blown by the wind to their desired destinations. It's like they're drifting away to a calmer world that the water seems to paralyze our sight. It's not as peaceful, though, when the bit drifting begins in relationships. One, if not both of the mates have been lured away from their relationship by some shiny objects. Those shiny objects may be, I'm making upward moves at work, so I need that time or the object could be building your business for the family, but I need to be away or participating in your latest hobby. But the worst yet that shiny object is another individual of the opposite sex that has caught your attention and has caused you to start drifting from your relationship. All of them are dangerous to a relationship but the relationship therapy podcast recognized the serious issue of drifting in
1: the relationships. You've tuned into the relationship therapy podcast with Tony Miller, senior, a podcast designed for couples who are married, couples who are dating and have marriage in their future. We will guide you to the principles that will make your relationship better. Stick around. You might just learn something that will help your relationship last longer, grow stronger, and become healthier. Now, here's your host, Tony Miller Sr.
0: Hello, everybody. This is your host, Tony Miller Sr., and welcome to another episode of the Relationship Therapy Podcast. We are excited that you're here with us today because we have a brand new episode for you that we want to talk to you about i know that it happens in relationships and and i i really have to talk about it today because it hurts so many couples and i just want you to be aware of it to be watchful of it so that it cannot happen to you or you can stop it before it really gets full blown out of control and today I want to talk about drifting. And the title of my message today is Watch Out for the Drift. In every relationship, there seems to be opportunities for drifting. It could be that you are trying to move up in the company and you're spending more time at work, or it could be that you are just gotten bored in your relationship but I'm going to give you today four causes of drifting in relationships. There are many more, but I just wanted to highlight these four with you today so that we can be watchful for the drift. Here's the first one, emotional affairs. Now, I know I've spent some Time talking about what emotional affairs are, but I wanted to get a little bit more in depth now so that we can be more watchful for it because it is a a problem in relationships and people don't even recognize it's happening. See, emotional affairs is when a person not only invests more of their emotional energy with someone from the opposite sex outside of their marriage, but also receives emotional support and companionship from that other person. See, what happens is you get lured into spending time with that person because maybe you work together, maybe you're on a specific project together, and there is a natural attraction that happens, and it becomes an emotional affair. They begin to share with this person all of their emotions and feelings that they cannot Or they won't share with their significant other. The things that they're discussing with this person should be discussed with their significant other, but for some reason, they feel comfortable sharing with that person. When you get in too deep with this emotional affair, you start having increased sexual feelings toward that person, and that begins to be a slippery slope. This is This is the beginning of the unraveling of your relationship, and this takes your feelings away from your mate. The longer the emotional affair goes on, the more the person begins to drift from their mate. This can cause an irrevocable problem within the relationship, a place you never thought you'd be in your relationship. So you really have to watch out for the drift. Number two, the second cause of drifting in relationships is change of life directions. Yeah, change of life directions. What I mean by change of life directions is after a while, couples begin to focus on other aspects of their lives. They may put More focus on their academics because they're, they're needing that to, to, uh, advance themselves in, in, in the world. Or they may even start preparing, uh, for other things that may change how they are living life or even spending time thinking about in life. These changes or mindset can cause a major damage to the relationship especially if the change is extremely different from what the other person expected or even they both agreed upon here's a couple of examples number one one of the spouses has been promoted to a much higher position at their company and that has now exposed them to a different style of living and they start leaving their mate behind and, and in some cases, they're embarrassed by their mate because their mate is not like the people that they're meeting now and they've placed them in this position and they're around these uh, people who are professionals and, and they begin to drift apart. But then the second part of this is one of the spouses decides that they no longer want to have children. Instead, they want to pay more attention to their career or their business venture. And this is a change of thought process for the relationship. One of the mates went in thinking that they were going to start having children at this point, but the other one has decided because they've had a change of life directions that they want to do something different. All I'm saying is this will create a huge divide in the relationship and the unsatisfied mate slowly starts drifting in the relationship and you find yourself doing things spending time away from the house because you're empty and you're looking for something to build you up here's the third thing as we talk about the causes of drifting in relationships number three lack of time spent together i believe if i gave the microphone to my wife she could really talk about this so much because she has an emphasis on spending time together when we start talking about the five love languages one of those love languages is quality time so when a person is in the relationship and they find it hard to have adequate time together they start getting a little frustrated about spending time together It's important to them, but it doesn't seem like it's that important to their mate. I understand more than most how careers and other things mandate a lot of our time. But as a couple, it is imperative that there is some special time allocated for each other. Too often when we are too caught up in other things, instead of spending time with our significant other, it leaves a nasty taste in the mouth of our spouses. It sends shockwaves through their system because it lets them know that maybe something else is more important to them than the relationship or that person in general. If this happens too much in a relationship, the seemingly dejected spouse starts thinking about how they can manage their time. In many ways, they feel abandoned by the one they love because of this friction between the two of them, the busy spouse begins to drift for the other spouse. That's a very lonely feeling. So we've talked about uh, emotional affairs Number two, we've talked about change of life directions, and we just finished talking about lack of time spent together. But here's the final one. We're going to spend a little extra time talking about it. You are not friends. That's number four. You are not friends. I believe it is a serious situation when you and your mate are not friends. There's a very real chance that the two of you love each other, but don't consider each other to be friends. When this happens, couples who fall in love, but their love is not based on a, on physical attraction only and not unconditional love. They love the physical aspect of the relationship, but they're not really friends at all. They go through a physical courtship without becoming friends. They get together and have a nice wedding uh, ceremony full of glamour and glitz. And they even go on a physical honeymoon where there is nothing but fun and spectacle. But after the honeymoon, they recognize that they are nothing more than roommates with physical fringe benefits. In order for the relationship to grow to its full potential, You and your mate must become friends. I know my wife and I, we are, she is my best friend. They can't really be called your significant other if you're not friends. And because you're not friends, one of you start drifting in the relationship. Couples should be friends. As I said earlier, my wife Valerie is my best friend. I have other male friends I talk with and maybe hang out with, but hands down, Valerie is my best friend. The problem is that the relationship started in a physical way and it never evolved into something else. Let me explain what capacity of being friends in your relationship is really all about. Here's some signs you can tell if your mate is your friend. Number one, they love spending time with you, whether you're doing nothing or doing something together. That's called quality time. When you're in a relationship and that person that you are in a relationship with is a friend of yours, sometimes you don't have to be doing anything extravagant. You just want to spend time with that person. Also, they, when you're friends with that person, they let you vent about what's on their heart. Whether they're venting about jobs or venting about their outside friends or even just venting about what's going on in the relationship, and you're able to sit there and listen. And you don't have any judgment. Another one is your opinions matter to them. When your opinions matter to your significant other, that lets you know that you're friends. You're not just in it for the physical benefits of the relationship, but you're there for the social and the emotional benefits as well. You both are very protective of each other. That means you you don't let anything happen to your mate. You get upset if somebody's trying to take advantage of your mate. And my wife is very adamant about nothing happening to me, nobody doing anything to me or trying to take advantage of me. I had a coworker one time who acknowledged that about Valerie and they gave her the nickname that she's my watchdog she will not allow anything to come upon me that even hints at being taken advantage of. Or you could be yourself around your mate. When you're in a relationship and you're able to be yourself, your guard is down. You are who you are. And that's the person they fell in love with. There is no more acting. There is no more portraying somebody else. You're being who you are and you're friends with your mate. And then finally, you call them first about good news or bad news. Let me give you an example. I I tell uh, couples in premarital counseling, I ask them what is love and they give their definitions or their answers of what love is. And I go a few steps further and I tell them this. Love is when you have some exciting news. Who is the first person that you want to share that news with? Or better yet, when your parents are taking their last breath, whose hand it is you want to be holding as they pass away. And even deeper, it is when you're taking your last breath, Whose lips are the final lips you want to touch? That is what being friends in your relationship is all about. So there you have it. You've got to watch out for the drift. The drift is very real in relationships, and we've got to be aware that it can happen. Please don't sit there and say it can't happen to you. Because it has happened to some of the best relationships that there has been. You have to watch out for the drift. That's all I got for you today. I thank you for listening. And I hope and pray that you continue to listen and follow. And if you have questions, if you have suggestions about topics you want to hear, or you want to hear more about, please hit me up on the email. The announcer is going to give you that email information, but just know that I'm here to help relationships grow stronger and last longer and be healthier. And as always in closing,
1: it takes two to make a relationship work. Thank you for listening to the Relationship Therapy Podcast with Tony Miller Sr. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. Tune in next time for more insight on how to make your relationship better. If you have any questions, please email us at tmrelationshiptherapy@gmail.com. at gmail.com We would love to hear from you. Until next time, remember, It takes two to make the relationship work.